life gives you lemons, you squirt them back in your your girl's vagina. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, there you go. You rushed me. I gapped you something. Another week. Care podcast. We're back. Yeah, like yeah. cut crack. Um, I am Ro. I am Marcus, aka Al Sahim. That's it. And I am also the hood Dr. Seuss, based off the questions that we get, the feedback we get from our listeners. So yeah. Oh, because your fictional stories. Yeah, yo, my life so real. My life is so real that it's fake. Is what they pretty much told me. That's cool. How was your week? I'm the hood Dr. Seuss. That shit. That was my week. That shit made my week. Okay. I started the book. <laughs> I'm writing the book of just my life stories. I'm just all that shit. But um, other than that, my week was chill. I seen you tweet. You kind of misspell a lot of things. That's so fine. I, I, I went by your book. It's gonna be a Ebonics. That's cool. Okay. Um, my week was chill. Just work, sleep, sh- try not to have a kid. That's barely my shit. Negro, you forgot we was just out on Saturday. Work, sleep, try not to have a kid. We was out on Saturday. Um, supporting, not supporting. We went to a show. We right? went to the friend zones live podcast there we go there you go yeah yep we's with erica from radio phil girls formerly known as radio the girls from we come from queens and they got noticed yeah they saw that yeah that's because preach been putting them on that's why also shout out to the cast sound lab we here again yeah so you hear this crisp quality sound (laughs) you know it's not us recording from my homes from the cast sound lab 15 dollar headphones on microphones and shit yeah that's okay y'all still hear us every week Yo, dead ass. That shit sounds like our bro- my rock band microphone. <laughs> it does. Okay. I mean, we could probably use it. We could use it for rock band. I'm, you play a game. Okay. Um. So this week, as you know, as we always say when we're in the Cast Sound Lab, we have a very special guest. Yeah. He goes by how many names? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. He goes by. Oh, well, he had sneaker. I call him the sneaker guru. Okay. <laughs> Um, but recently he um we just came up with a nickname. Well, you just came up with a nickname for him. Oh yeah, you're right. DJ Drama's twin brother. <laughs> <laughs> he looked just like DJ Drama. <laughs> I have a picture just in case. Now DJ Drama got a perfect beard. <laughs> Premier uh, Pete, ladies and gentlemen. Internet, I'm here. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, Cure podcast. Uh, you know what's another nickname for the Cure podcast? Is it just just the Cure? Or just two assholes. Yeah, okay, two assholes. Fuck us up, two assholes. <laughs> no, no, no. Thanks, thanks for having me. And DJ Drama, I mean that's a hard fetch, man. Uh, he's got a perfect beard and, it, and and pores, but his cheekbone structure is like yo, dude pause. has like a like his face is like a, um, a mannequin. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I just feel like DJ Drama got a a, a perfect uh, photogenic face. I don't. I feel like me. I got like he's a, a Ken doll. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just. What the asking. fuck does that mean? I don't know. You know, there's Barbie <laughs> and there's a Ken. Oh, okay, okay. Wow. Yeah. You just called that man. Wow. <laughs> he and said he, he got perfect cheekbones. But, but then you just called. He's uh, a Ken. Just, we just gonna change the topic. Um. <laughs> I'm just you go redeem yourself. That's cool. Redeem. No, hold on, pause. No, this you. That's like five <laughs> minutes later. Redeem yourself. That's cool. Pete. What's yeah, going on, man? Man, just uh, grinding, man. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for the invitation, man. I just got, um, I'm, I came from taping my show to come to this show, so, you know, um, I know we've been trying to get this done for a minute. For a minute, you know, ske- it's, it's, scheduling. It's not, all, it's not my fault. It's his fault. Okay, man. okay. Well, <laughs> yo, question, 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 question. How much they charge you to snitch? A lot. Okay. Right. People, people getting paid to snitch. <laughs> That's what, yo, we're all right. 
<laughs> stitches get stitches. That's what I'm saying. Well, let me get the names correct. What's your name with the Be Rel. Safe Though hat? For those that don't know, who? Rel. Rel, Rel. Okay, yep. what up? And your name? I'm Marcus. Marcus. Marcus yeah. and Rel. Okay, so yes. uh, anyway, uh, I'll <laughs> say it again. This is the last time I'm going to fucking say it, but uh, thanks for having me. Thank you for being here after my fucked up schedule kept you away. Nah, that's all good. Hey, listen, you know, people, I think people realize, especially with having podcasts, that, you know, it ain't easy. Even if you're dropping once a week, it ain't easy. You know, what you got to, you know, if you want to deal with a guest, you know, you got to book and see if they're available. Your sometimes schedules are tough. You know what I mean? We, it, was, we was convinced that you was going to say, oh, fuck us. <laughs> like, I, I, word. I, I, at one point in time, I was like, you know what? Like, like fuck them. <laughs> but then I said to myself, I remember exactly, um, you know, what it was, you know, getting into podcasting. Yeah. And I remember, you know, and, and, and I'll be honest with you, even though I'm a zero filter all over the place, crazy fuck. But I'm very heartfelt, and I think those that know me know me well. Like, you know, people are cool in the way they reach out, and I really, and I tell this to people all the time, it's the way you reach out. I mean, I'm I'm in multiple different lanes, and I get people that reach out to me, even with food sense, like, you know, like, hey, I'm a chef, feature me. Like, what the fuck is your name? Like, who are you? What do you, I don't even see a dish. Like, and I think people take their opportunity. I tell this story all the time, you know, uh, me and Just Blaze, you know, uh, you know, uh, been cool for a minute you know uh I, I brought him to this blap event uh that Illmind does a while ago he was a surprise guest and and at the end we we're walking out and what i learned is due to my rap friends i play like bodyguard <laughs> i don't know why but I, I i hung out i hang out with so many different sometimes rap dudes that we play i play bodyguard because that's just my style when i'm around bun if someone's coming too close yo back up you know what i mean like I feel you. that's just you know even like with just like he's coming come too close oh, yo back up that's just my style like, if I'm with you and we're yeah. cool, I'm like, yo, this dude's kind of funny style. I don't know what he's doing. So, anyway, the point I'm making is, you know, this dude, like, like yo, just blaze, just blaze. They were attacking him, like, you know, and, and, and I was like, yo, you know, I forgot what he said. He's like, yo, I want you to listen to my beat. Uh, email me and I'll give it to you. And I was like, so I told the dude, I'm like, yo, this is probably going to be the only time you really meet just blaze. You think he's going to fucking write down your email and email <laughs> you? What the fuck are you talking about, man? Come correct. So, I feel like people need to learn how to come correct and your email that reached out to me i felt was correct and 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 to be honest with you you know i really like being there for people who uh, are doing something dope and and you know whatever they're doing you know i i and that's the type of person i am you know you don't know it because he was going to swing on me if you didn't respond last time he hit you he was like i'm gonna email him again if he don't respond me and you throwing hands i was like i <laughs> yeah. feel like i just gotta take this this is on me now are you you guys good friends grew up with each other nah, we're cousins. cousins okay okay that's dope listen keep yeah. it in the family man yeah yeah which is why i know if we threw hands i couldn't run he know where i live so yeah, it was yeah. like how you gonna catch me in my sleep yeah. so. and he looks like if he, if he if he connected with one of those you could end up on world star you know? yeah. nah, i'm a low-key shooter but, um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like Oh, okay. He's snitching. He a shooter. I. Uh. So tell us, who is Premier Pete? Mm. <laughs> That's a good question. You know, it's funny too because it's like just having the opportunity to be in so many situations where people introduce you. I kind of hate getting introduced. I heard you on your last show saying that. And I'm gonna explain to you why because it's like kind of like people pinpoint you and you know. Here, I'll give you an example. We. Somebody like the Cure podcast will come out and they'll drop one episode and people will be like, oh, okay, I get it. But they don't get it. Yeah, They haven't had enough opportunity to get it. And I think sometimes like, you know, like I want to use an example like for somebody like, you know, I, I even like somebody like Rob Markman. I think he's a uh, dope dude, you know, uh, 
representing organic, authentic, uh, cool cat, you know. Uh, but like somebody say, like, oh, it's Rob Markman. He's from Genius or MTV, but and you know, on Red Light Special. But but he's more than that. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying. Like he's more than that. You know, he's a father. You know what I'm saying. He's a Brooklynite. He's a Knicks fan. And I think that sometimes when you get introduced, I feel like you get put, put into, into a, a box. box yeah. You know, like you know, oh, that's yeah. I, I for many years I used to get like oh, that's Premium Pete, the sneaker guy. And My I was like, what bad. the fuck is that? Like, no, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, My no, bad. No, no, I'm being honest. I'm saying, like, wh- but what is, like, you know, what is a sneaker guy? Like, kind of like somebody who's into sneakers? Like, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people, just some people more than others. So when I heard that, I kind of, like, got so much inspiration and so much motivation to be so much more than that. Yeah. And I really worked so hard, like, not to be like, oh, you, you're going to call me something different. But in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, oh, wait, you know, like, I'm going to get in every culture. I'm going to get into food, I'm going to get into sneakers, I'm going to get into music, I'm going to get into podcasting. Mm-hmm. And I feel like no matter how much I've done, whether it be, you know, a lot or a little, I was able to dibble and dabble to not be put into a box. And that's what I wanted to do. Now, I feel like Premium Pete is a person who, again, like I said in the beginning, a heartfelt, zero filter, crazy fuck who um, is loyal. But at the same time, I feel like I'm somebody who, um, you know, likes to... Try new things. Trying to be the LeBron James of the culture. I feel you, yo. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, my hairline is being pushed back a little bit, you know, but um, I mean, it's okay. We all there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, whoa, whoa, <laughs> y'all, man, not me. I mean, hold on to you. Shout out to all the Mexicans. They got the best hairline in the game, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so where are you from? Where, like, where did you grow grew up? up in Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York. You know, I grew up in Coney Island uh, till I was a teenager. And then I moved to Bensonhurst when I was about 14. So it's funny because I grew up in a melting pot. And I thank God for it because I'll be honest with you, I think that it made me who I am today. Yeah. It gave me a chance. Like, I think if I just grew up in Bensonhurst, I would have been one of those, oh, Vito, Tony, what the fuck? You got these <laughs> black people over here. What, the, what are they doing? Let me just get this right. You're Italian, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm Italian. Because yeah, when I'm showing my uh, friend who's going to have on the show, they, they, she thought that you use Puerto yeah, Rican. Yeah, I get that all the time. <laughs> I get that all the time. I've even passed for fucking... Somebody called me Indian one time. I was like, damn, what? really? Or <laughs> Jewish. I get it because I got okay, the I can see nose, Jewish. you know. I get the Jewish, but uh, Puerto Rican mostly all my life. Like when I was away, yeah. you know, uh, when I paid the state, it's, uh, you know, return on favors. You know, I state made, I made money off the state money. State state got their, you know, they got their money back. Tax refund. Uh, tax refund, most definitely. The street, the, the hood tax fund. Yeah, you know? ain't nothing wrong with that. But I grew up in Brooklyn. And, you know, like I said, I grew up in Coney Island. And I thought that was a melting pot for me. You know, uh, just being able to see some, like, be honest with you, I uh, grew up when the, we used to use the term bag ladies. Really? Yeah, it was like a homeless person. Okay. So I was like, oh, shit, a bag lady, bag lady, you know, we used to run from them, like, you know, <laughs> the fuck out of here. And, you know, Coney Island had everything, you know, so it had, you know, we it had the best of a block down, it had the pizza called Totoni, it was like a, like a ritual, it's been there for 80, 90 years now, you know, uh, then you had the, the, the you know, Coney Island Astroland Park. Okay. Like my grandfather owned the go karts, you know, but this is back then, so it wasn't like anything. Like if I was telling someone this shit the other time, they're like, "Damn, you could have been nah, man. This is, this is what they were doing three dollars a ride, and you got rid of the shit probably for you know whatever it was." I haven't been Coney Island in a minute. Like I think the last time I've been was like two thousand nine. Coney Island <laughs> is. I mean, it's looking better and better. I mean, they're trying. They're trying to get gentrified. Yeah. I'm sure they'll be selling almond milk from a stand there pretty soon. They probably yeah. already doing so. But you know, <coughs> Coney Island is 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 is. is as my friend, uh, I have a comedian friend, Ruperto Vanderpool. 
uh, funny ass dude, man. He was like, yo, you got to bring your own tools to Coney Island. Shit is loose, you know. Like, you got to tighten up the fucking, you know, bars and yeah. you know, the cyclone. So how about the actual um, so like, what's the difference between the old, like the old Coney Island and the new Coney Island? Uh, just gentrification. That's really you it. know, just like I think like for a while Coney Island was trying to become the next Disneyland, and uh, you know, I don't think they, you know, I don't think they got the 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 I don't know I don't know if they got the investor that okay. they were looking for, but I heard they were trying to make it like Disneyland, and and, and I c- and and be honest with you, they could do it. They mm-hmm. have the space and the boardwalk, and you know, and and uh, enough goddamn cops out there, and you know, and, I mean, things are changing. If you ever go and look, trust me. Anyway, internets. If you happen to go to Coney Island anytime soon, or if you're out of town listening to this, and you happen to head there soon, uh, you'll see what I mean. You know, even if you've never been there before, you'll you won't get that grungy style that I grew up on. You're gonna get, you know, they build new roller coasters and shit. Um, things they, just look more pretty. Did they shut down the cyclone? That's all. No, I No, the cyclone's still going. Why? Um, <laughs> because grass is growing out of meadow. That's Man, why. Listen, I remember my homegirl went there in high school. She was like, I promise you, I felt like there was wood falling off of it. I was like, but your dumb ass still got on. Yeah. She was like, yeah. I was N- like, not back then. I almost, I almost, I almost got my dick uh, uh, pulled <laughs> off on this. I got a blowjob on the cyclone before. Oh, you was you, like he, like he got gay. Let me tell you something. Nah, that was Ferris wheel. That was Ferris wheel. But I, at Ferris wheel, I've been, I fucked in the Ferris wheel, man. I'm from Coney Island, man. For the culture, we, you know, we do that. I fucked in the Ferris. How wheel. long is that ride? Uh, <laughs> the Ferris wheel? Yeah. Ferris wheel is a minute, man, because they keep you up there. Okay. You know, like you know, and then they they take people off. Gotcha. So the Ferris wheel is a low key. Listen, internet, if you want to go there with your lady, you know. And you know, uh, once you in there, give her like uh, some flowers or whatever, and then give her the dirt. Now, but uh, I'm not going. I don't need that long. You said it's a long time. I only need like three minutes. I don't need a whole Ferris wheel ride. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Foreplay, <laughs> man. Foreplay. You know. <laughs> After the three minutes, I'm gonna just sit there and be like, so now what? <laughs> I mean, I mean, to be honest with you, I, I miss those days as being a person who's. I've been married, uh, yeah. been divorced. You okay. know, now I'm back with a lady. We, we'll get married. Uh, I think this may be hopefully the the last time. Congratulations. Um, yeah, no, I mean, uh, hopefully, because, you know, I, we'll do it soon, but, uh, you know, I, I hope for it won't be where you get divorced again. But then again, you never know what happens in life. And That's it, it's a risk we need to take. But she's How long have you been together? Uh, five years. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we got a son, you know, and, uh, you know, I have a daughter from a previous marriage. She's going to be 17. So, you know, that's a tough task, having a 17-year-old and a 1-year-old. Is best of both worlds. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, best of both worlds, but also, you know, being a parent is a is a is a, is a tough job, man. You know, it's like, uh, you know, gr- you grow them up and you wipe their ass and you take care of them and you love them, and then they turn around and kind of hate you for doing the right thing sometimes. <laughs> you know, it's a tough job. I kind of like motherfucker. I wipe your ass. Did you wipe my ass? I'm grateful. Fuck you complaining about. <laughs> so, I remember you know. in the beginning of episodes of your podcast when you were talking about planning that sweet sixteen. I was like, God, I hope I don't have a daughter. Yeah, man. <laughs> God, I can't. Yo, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I love my daughter to death, and uh, but I didn't want another girl. Uh, <laughs> I, I was like, Yo, God, please give me a son. I even argued with some of my family members. Like, how could you say that? I was like, Listen, honestly. I just want a healthy kid. Yeah. And everybody says that, but I didn't want another daughter. I didn't want, you know, uh, I feel like they, I feel like people who, you know, troublesome kids have daughters. Not everybody, but a lot of us knuckleheads, guy sense, have daughters. I'm fucked. And, and, and <laughs> they really just change your life, man. And they really open your eyes. And, and it's amazing what they do for you. A kid is, you know, that innocence, man. You know, like, keep in mind, like, yo, I want to be honest with you, man. Like, I grew up in Brooklyn, man. When I had my daughter, man, I grew up around a lot of different people, man. And I remember growing up, like, I mean, allegedly, man, whatever it is, man. But I grew up around, like, some of the kids were like stone cold killers, man. People that you don't fuck with. 
And I remember them being on the floor, rolling around with my daughter, like, goo, 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 ga, 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 ga. And I was like, what the fuck? This <laughs> motherfucker, like, I, I couldn't believe it, you know? And I was like, yo, kids do that to you. You know, you see a kid, I, 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 like, like, you know, you move around in the, sh- in the, sh- in the supermarket with a kid, and uh, people will start, ooh, and it's so cute, you know? Yeah. And especially my kid, you know, I, I feel like this is such a point to just show how many people are uh, stereotypical yeah. and what they see, whether they see, like, a, a, a junky white guy or a bummy white guy or, or, or a big black guy where they may say, like, oh, shit, like, they're nervous. Kind of like what would happen with Alton Sterling. Yeah. Those cops had to think, like, oh, this is a big black guy. Like, I'm, I'm like I got to take him down. Or I got to kill him. Why? Is that your, you know, how you're thinking? But, you know, I want to explain to you, like, my son is, he's, like, super light. But he has, like, almost like an afro. Yeah. You know, his mother's Trini. Yeah. You know, I'm Italian. So you get that mix. These, these days, you're going to get mixed kids. Well, you know what I mean? Because it's like we live in 2016. Yeah. And people, I think, almost, they're like, I mean, he's cute. You know, he's a cute baby. But people always look at, oh, my, look at that hair. Look at the hair. I see you created him on um, Instagram. Yeah, most definitely. Big yeah. premium. Yeah. Big premium. Yeah, I wanted to uh, be honest with you. I created it because uh, I created him an email, which we, me, me and my lady sent him emails okay. like once a week. Just be like, you know, oh, we had a great week with you. And, you know, this week you went to the zoo. And this week, you know, we wanted to send him emails. So That's better than like a journal yeah. for them. Just in case we're not here, you know, tomorrow's not promised. Yeah. No matter what it is, no matter what color you are, no matter, you know, no matter what the situation, you know, tomorrow's not promised, you know. I mean, I look at it, even look like somebody like Sean Price, man, you know, he just died in his sleep, you know, and that night was, you know, you know I had spoke to him a couple of days before that, and I never knew that, um, you know, that would be the last time that we spoke. So, you know, when you think about it, you say to yourself, that's why, you know, you really, really got to appreciate life and value what it is. And I'm not trying to sound like Pastor Pete. Because when we go start going back to the names in the intro, yeah. you forgot racist Pete. You <laughs> forgot misogynist Pete. No, nah, we figured we'd let's just let you okay, have that okay, th- okay, okay. as the time went what, on. What you else? Show what those. else? Pastor Pete, misogynist Pete, racist Pete. Um, but that was all allegedly stuff. <laughs> I mean, you just, you, just, you just said it. I mean, I don't know if it's alleged anymore. No, no, no. <laughs> the, the racist Pete was just stuff that, you know, was put upon me playing around, you know. Because thought, you yeah. can say anything and people say you're racist these days. Man. Yeah. I mean, even like, you know, even like comedians, I think it's tough, you know, like, like people get upset if you say something about like a Chinese or a Mexican motherfucker, like, how are you supposed to be a comedian? You know? Uh-huh. See, look at you. Look, what? you did the same shit to me Saturday. What did I do? When we was at the Thai spot, I was like, oh, that's our waiter. You was like, no, that's not him. I was like, they look the same. I said they don't all look alike. They look the same. Sometimes they do. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. And, then, and he made everybody at the table look at me crazy. I was like, they don't look the same, so I'm I'm bugging. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I get, I, I get that a lot sometimes because I feel like I just shoot from the hip. And I may say something, you know, and, and somebody's like, that's so racist. And I'm like, man, how's everything so fucking racist, man? I'm learning, like, to be like more like unapologetic if that's the case because like you know who told me uh, you i think you know him um mouse jones okay yeah yeah, yeah. He, he, it, um, he man woman yeah i was on his uh podcast yeah shout out to mouse he's, he's a, a that dude's a, a creepy fuck <laughs> man you know but he's a cool man, man listen that nigga came on our show talking about he's stealing girls <laughs> and looked me in the face after i just told him about my girl like man please yeah i shout out to mouse but uh, I, I worry if he takes enough showers a week man. Oh. i worry i worry about him <laughs> and, and, and and i want to let him know you know if he ever gets homeless man call uh you know call up your, your local shelter mouse <laughs> and get yourself something. a peanut butter and jelly sandwich you 
says he says he sleep on the couch. Already. He always <laughs> says he's homeless, but you know what? I'll be honest with you. In order to be successful, you need to be homeless. Yeah, and, and that he's, doesn't he's making a great come yeah. up right now. Yeah, so shout out to Mouse Man. You know, congrats to him, man. So what was life like growing up for you? Like you had any jobs? What was like the streets like? Cause um, I'm, you talk about it all all the time, like on your show, like how you you know got locked up and whatnot. I mean, I started off working um, as a, when I was younger, doing a paper route. Okay. Um, I was about to say how. No, mom, I'm gonna keep that. No, go ahead, go ahead. I was about to say how old. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm 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 older. I'm I'm not that old. I'm not that old. That's why I, I'm I, I, when he said his yeah. daughter's seventeen, I'm like, wow, too, almost. Look, I ain't worried about the seventeen. <laughs> when he said paper route, I was like, Jesus. Yeah, First thing started, came to my mind was leaving the beaver. I started working when I was like 11, 12 years old because you know I wanted to I wanted to have something. Yeah. Not knowing, you know, I think sometimes when we're kids, we kind of say like, I'm gonna work and make my own fucking money. So you not had really. a, so you had a bicycle too. Uh, yeah, I had a bicycle. Mm. I was into Cannondales at that time. But okay. I didn't do that on the paper route. I did the paper route with a shopping wagon. Oh wow! Okay. So you know, uh, we used to get up and just put everything. You know, had to put the you had to put the paper together on Sunday. Yeah. During the regular uh, days. Like how early? Uh, like five thirty. Yeah, five. Because people wanted that. Keep in mind, the people I was delivering the paper to, a lot of them worked in the city. Yeah. So they wanted their paper before they went on the train. It was like that was like you know their reading material before the internet. Keep in mind, people. You know, um, and even before, so people love papers. You know, like especially them. City people, you know. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I worked the paper route, and I didn't make a lot of money though, but I, I made enough money to be able to to chip in for things. Like I would tell my parents, like I want the Jordans. Like back in the day when we bought Jordans, we didn't worry if they were like sold out or you know we worried if we had enough money. So I would tell like my parents, like yo, they're a hundred dollars because Jordans were a hundred dollars. Yeah. And I'd be like, yo, you know, if I if I gave you fifty, could I get them? Because they would never get them from me because it was too expensive. Mm-hmm. My parents were also people who were like. Like, if they would buy me a pair, and I'll buy, you know, I I would want a new pair. They would buy, yo, we bought you sneakers last month. And I'm like, that was last year. <laughs> Fuck you talking about? <laughs> so, you know, um, paper route helped me be able to get a couple of things. I worked odd jobs from here and there, but I always found the street, man. And I guess it was just, I, just, I, I, I think I just like quick money, man. You know, and I got addicted to the lifestyle of quick money. You know, I grew up, you know, um... You know, in Coney Island and, and, and seen all the hustlers and the B-boys and the D-boys. So, you know, I, I was startled, to be honest with you. I was startled that I wanted quick shit. I wanted that glittery gold. And uh, when I moved to, uh, you know, after moving to, like, Bay Ridge Bensonhurst when I was a teenager, it just solidified it for me more because I grew up around all, like, you know, gangsters. Like, you know, Italian guys, like, that were, you know... Like, I, was wa- like, I would wash a, a, a captain, you know, in, in the mob's fucking... Cadillac for like two fifty, you know, like three hundred dollars. I was like, holy shit, you know. I felt like a little sucker, but I said, you know <laughs> what, I gotta bite my bones and you know, and and, and you know, it's just it, it it's I mean, it's just odd jobs, man, but the street always found me, man. The street always found me and and I made that wrong decision. But to be honest with you, I wanna jump forward for a second. You look at kids today that do their little hustles, you know, even selling sneakers like resellers. I give them credit because to be honest with you, there wasn't that many opportunities back in the day. It's that you had to work. Yeah. Coming up was a very hard thing. You know, you think about it. These kids buy a Yeezy if they get lucky for two, three hundred. They, they could turn around and sell it for a thousand, two thousand dollars. That's right. seventeen hundred dollars profit. Back then, you know, I, I mean, I could have just worked, but I was like, man, I want to, like, I mean, look, honestly, look, let's be real. Anybody listening to this that works, you're able to afford a minimum type of thing. When you hustle, you're able to. 
get more stuff, but then you also risk your life. Yeah. So, you know, I kind of knew everything I was doing, though. I never got arrested and was like, why are you guys arresting me? No, I knew what I was doing. So <laughs> I had to be ready for it. So basically, you was like, your shit went hit, when shit hit the fan, you was just like, oh, well, this was, I seen this coming. Like, well, I mean, I didn't like the way it went down because I got, I got snitched on by a customer who was mad I wouldn't give her credit. Oh, okay. So she had called me back and, uh, you know. And set you up. And set me up, yeah. So, you know. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to be mad at her. I, I, I spit on her. I mean, <laughs> all right, whatever. <laughs> you. I mean, I was in the, I was in the car with her. They arrested both of us. I don't know why they let us stay, you know, but. I mean, you know, it, it, it's it's at the end of the day, I, I know what I did. And I think yeah. that in no matter what you do, you got to be responsible for what you do. So, wait, uh, I mean, everything happens for a reason. So, obviously, I mean, sometimes know. I mean, I believe in that sometimes, but I don't know if that's fully, fully true. Yeah. But, I'm you just know, stuck on but I sometimes I do believe that. Yeah. Like that everything happens for a reason. Sometimes I don't like, you know, I've seen like. You know, I see my friend's parents, like, you know, like, just die at 30. Yeah. Like, just n- no, no, no cancer, no, you know, I'm like, is that supposed to happen? Dudes was struggling, and, you know, like, then, you know, parents didn't really even have much. So, you know, I, I mean, um, but, but, why were we saying everything happens for a reason? Why were we saying that? Because I figured. No, we were saying something. Why were we oh, saying? Oh, because when you got arrested, I was like, everything happens yeah, for a reason. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, for the most part, I wouldn't change anything because it taught me a lot of lessons, and I was able to teach a lot of people. That's the thing people don't understand. I remember people throughout the days, even on the Combat Jack show, you know, people used to say, oh, all he does is talk about prison. Or you know, I've seen people, like, I had people, like, people love me, and then people, like, complain and say, like, Premium Peace come up was jail. And I'm like... That, uh, that's not true. I've helped so many people. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've went back to jails. Or, or I went to back. To, I went back to so many jails, so many, and spoke to the kids like that. I mean, people call me to this day. I mean, I'm very open. If, you, if people hit me and if they're going through something or they've been through something, I try to help out. But the thing is, the thing that I don't worry about anymore is that I'm respected by those who are respected. So that's all that matters to me, because that's how I carry myself. Have you seen homegirl of century snitched on you? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> she, I don't think she's around anymore. I don't even know where she is. So, uh, how you made time pass by being locked up, jerking off? <laughs> you on everything? I swore. <laughs> like wait, as soon as you asked that question, that was my thought. I was like, I feel like that's the only thing you can do that and work out. I mean, I jerked off. I mean, I was in the box too for a year, so I did three years when I was away. Sheesh. And uh, I'll be honest with you, being in the box was one of the toughest things for me. You know, because it's like. I think people don't understand, and I, w- I want to speak on this from 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 an overall perspective. You know, uh, you know, I'm Italian, so I guess I'm falling under the category that's white. So I sometimes I think people have you know that things don't happen to white people. Let me tell you something, man. Uh, that they used to come in there and beat me every other night. Them COs. Uh, it was a tough time, man, and I would just try to cover myself. And there's times I fight back and get more time in the box, but. You know, rednecks, you know, up upstate, man, you know, like, I mean, they beat all of us, you know, and uh, that's one thing that, you know, was a, a sad thing for me, you know, to think about. Like, you know, sometimes I'll be honest with you, I, I thought about going to counseling uh, when I came home. I'm home over like 12, 13 years, but I thought about going to counseling because that time in the box was very reflective, very eye-opening, very um, emotional, but at the same time, you know, um, it's, it can't be good for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like to be in there, you know, and, and, and then for the next seven, eight months, you know, I I stopped 
going outside. It was 23 hours, uh, you know, lockdown, one hour you go outside. I stopped going outside because I was like, yo, these kids are flapping. Yo, we live in a world where, like, if you ever, God forbid you go to jail, you'll see what the fuck I'm talking about. Mm. You'll go away, you'll see a bunch of dudes from Rochester, here, uh, Albany, you know, places you never thought was popping that they, they do, they getting it. But a lot of them are flappers. How you going to tell me, like, yo, yo, let me tell you something. I got knocked with the Benz and, and I got 20 stacks on me. Yo, you got a cigarette? Like, man, you asked for me for a cigarette the whole bit. You ain't got no commissary, nobody coming to see you. Like, but you t- people, here's the thing. We glorify, okay, the culture we, that we live in, we glorify the dumbest shit. We appreciate people who don't even appreciate us. Like, you know, I, I went away, the guy that they, they, they wanted, the big dude that, that I was working for. I was like, listen, if you want somebody who makes good New Orleans fried chicken, <laughs> I, I got that connect. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't got anything else. But... I kept my mouth shut. I did my bid. I didn't look at it like it was only him. Okay. I look at it like, yo, I played my part, so now I got to pay for my part. But, you know, keep in mind, man, you know, for people, I'm, I'm just saying we glorify a lot of things. I mean, you think about it. You may know somebody that somebody don't treat them well, shits on them, ignores them, and they treat them good. The fuck are we? I, I mean, you don't know that? You don't know anybody like that? That you see tweeting people and you're like, fuck this dude. This dude damn know that this person don't even like him. You ever see somebody like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah loving hip hop stars. <laughs> <laughs> loving it. I don't know, man. I think that, you know, just, I don't know. We need to be more honest with ourselves, man. You know, I feel like, I feel like people. Uh, what what you think is missing from today? Like, you know, you said we need to be more honest. You think the honesty is not here? Yeah, man, that's why I tweet almost every day. What, what lies y'all telling today? <laughs> I tweet that every day, man. That's right. Because everyone, it's like, like, what the fuck you, fuck you lying about today? Yeah. You know, like, you know, I think people ain't honest uh, en- enough. You know, like, like, here's the thing. One thing I think that the reason why I I get a lot of love is because I'm I'm honest. Yeah. Some and and the problem is sometimes when you're honest, people don't like you. Yeah. I mean, I get people like, man, I don't like him because I'm honest. I say what the fuck I say, you know, it's like, you know, even when I look back like on, on, and I hate to even bring, I don't even know why I'm bringing this up when you're not bringing this up, but when I, when I look back on the Combat Jack show, you know, shouts to A. King and shouts to Combat, shouts to Jonathan Menner. Uh, I remember like having conversations like, motherfucker, like, you know, say like, if I complain or I say something, that's because I'm honest. Like, A. King and Jonathan Menner, like, they're good people. They're not going to be as honest as I am. Yeah. Everybody wants to play politically correct. That's why. That's uh, yeah, I'm saying I'm not a yes man. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you what the fuck it is. I that's think that's real. what's really going on with like my generation, our generation more so than anything. Everybody's trying to fit in. Nobody wants to really rock the boat or say anything to get people not to like yeah. them, rather than just be themselves and just take a chance and like, okay, this is me. Take it or leave it. I believe it was Charlemagne who said it, li- like, live your truth so nobody can use your truth against you. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. I like Charlemagne, man. I think that. uh you know what? I mean, he's growing every month. Yeah. He's growing every year, and 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 you know he's 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 doing the damn thing, man. And 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 it's been fun to watch, man. Yeah. And I think that you know we need to big people up, man. I think that I, I preach about that all the time. People are afraid to big people. Up. I meet people all the time that are like, "Yo, Premium Pete, man, like no dick riding, but uh, I like what you do." 
And I'm like, well, fuck you, dick riding. I didn't think you were dick riding. I just appreciate the, you know what I mean? I, just, I, hate, I hate that. Dick like, the roses <laughs> before, give the people the roses while they can still smell yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, and, 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 and it ain't no corny shit. It's just being real. I mean, it's just being real. Why can't you tell somebody, you know, that you appreciate what they do? Like, if you're sitting on Twitter contemplating where you should, you know, big somebody up, then something's wrong with you. Let that, let that tweet fly, man. Don't wait, you know. Like, I spoke about this on an episode with uh, Dallas Penn. That I did on the, uh, on my show, I spoke about it, and I was yeah. like, "Yo, people wait until you die and then get that right picture." When like, think about it. Like, you know, like like if we take a picture at the end of this, like y'all gonna have that when I die to put that up. You know, I hope you write something nice about me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's when y'all was talking about like Prince and Five Dog and every. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. People, I just I told them I have plenty of pictures. Like I know exact perfect one I'm gonna put up when we die, when he dies, because that's the thing, people. Appreciate when they die, everyone wants to put a picture up with somebody and act like they knew them like so well and stuff like that. I'm gonna talk about celebrities, yeah, regular, about people. regular people, regular yeah. people, but but they don't big them up while they're here, big them up. Like I I'm feel like we live in a jealous society, though. That's the thing, oh, yeah, but we need to put people need to show people to break the chain, yeah. Like some things, I I I I I look to tweet about for some for somebody that inspires me. I don't give a fuck who it is, lower it, you know, not as big or as big. I try to, I look, I think, like, yo, I, I scroll, like, yo, I look on my timeline, you know, like, who can I say, like, yo, I love what you're doing, keep doing what you're doing, who can I say, like, yo, you're appreciated, just because, yo, you'd be surprised how much that helps people, that's the thing, Twitter puts on a mask, a filter, yeah. you don't know how much people are going through shit, shit ain't easy. I'm not gonna lie, that's what made us reach out to you, because I'm like, yo, I follow your tweets, and I follow, like, other people's tweets, like, I'm like, yo, this guy's tweeting some real shit, and it's like, yo... I uh, we know you from the Comeback Jazz show, and we was like wondering what happened. Well, we're not gonna even get into that at all. But um, <laughs> we yeah, wondering man, what I happened. Mean, I'm like, yo, this guy is like real. It's, I'm like, yo, we have to somehow get him on the show. We thought she was gonna be like on a celebrity status though, but nah, nah. I mean, we listen. was smooth waiting for the fuck y'all. <laughs> I was like, yo, he said, I sent the email. I said, when there's an order response that says fuck y'all niggas, who are y'all? I'm be like, well, we shot. I mean, we did like Steph Curry. We pulled from fifty and we seen what happened. Nah, I think that you know we're in a podcast era where, which I still feel podcasts are untapped. Like people, are, you know, people don't really understand the value. I mean, think about it. We got like people like Nicki Minaj and, 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 and Meek Mill saying like, dude, you got a podcast like they're dissing somebody. That ain't bad. <laughs> people, yo, people are eating off this. Yo, yeah. uh, listen, shouts to Taxstone, man. He's learning how to smell original money. Yeah. You know, new money. I'm yeah. telling my like, yo, you, you know, like, like I'm so happy. You know, I remember when he just came on. Yeah, because he got out like two, three years ago himself. He ain't, yeah. on the East New, he ain't in the East New York no more. That's all that matters, baby. But, <laughs> well, the, the thing East is this. You got to keep in mind. Nikki and Meek are two different people to think of. They got big money. But what I'm saying is podcast is a great outlet. Yeah. Okay? I'm going to tell you why. You're an artist. You're an athlete. You're a celebrity. You're whatever the fuck you do, especially artists. Yeah. The podcast, what it does is it reacquaints you with your fans. And it introduces you to new ones. It's a proving fact that people look back on your work, on things you spoke about, you know what I'm saying? Like people, like I may mention, and even like as a person, like I may mention an episode that we did on the on, that I did on the other show. Yeah. You know, and people may look back to listen to that episode just by hearing it here on the Cure podcast. Prime example of that, Joe Button. Yeah. Joe, like Joe is. I feel like Joe's like he wasn't really gone, but he's like it's a whole new resurgence 
of Joe Budden just off the podcast. He, he, he always finds a way to stay relevant. Yes. Yeah. He, he is the, like he he said it once and I really believe that he is the internet at this point. Like yeah. he just keeps finding ways. Whether it was the thing with Tahiri or the podcast now. And he's and, and, and he's good. He's good at what he does. Yeah. But I think people always look that's the thing too I want to go back to in the beginning we spoke about putting people in a box and who are who who is who. Who is Joe Budden? Joe Budden's a rapper that may like some people say pump it up. So you know what people say? Oh he's washed up. Oh he's old school. Listen appreciate people like i always tell people this especially in hip-hop man yo they push people out man yo what like think about it what made speak about plies hey, what's he do ah he's on instagram making video he funny as fuck but he washed up why, why the catalog that plies put out you you know you can't appreciate it for what he did or what he contributed keep in mind in other genres this don't happen yeah, Barry Manilow is a fucking... I, I make this point all the time. He's 80 years old. He's still touring. People yeah. selling out shows. Ain't nobody in the audience like, Yo, Barry, yo, yo, you played out, man. Hang it up. You washed up. Nobody's saying that. You think that might be because the way hip-hop is, it's like there can only they be... They try to make it a young game. That, and they feel like... It's like a really like there can only be one type thing. I always bring up like how 50 Cent. 50 came out going at everybody, but the big one that everybody remembers, he went straight at Ja Rule destroyed Ja and then dropped another album doing everything he came at Ja Rule for doing. I mean, he did that with a lot of people. What he did was he made entertainment. You know, he. I remember when they the album with Kanye was like the battle member. Oh, Curtis versus on um, graduation. Yeah, you know yeah. that that was. He lost. Yeah, <laughs> but it was but it was fun. You know, it was fun. That shit. It's just like even like uh, you know you look at a takeover in Ether, and now I guess you got to look at like. Uh, well, you can't look at back to back and meet because I don't even know. I don't even know the name of the song he put out. They, no, there was no song. It was just back to back. I don't know what the there fuck was no that other was. song. Yeah, exactly. Meek is still sleep. <laughs> Meek is still knocked out. We don't know what Meek yeah. is doing with his life. But you know, but at the end of the day, you know, like I said, I guess, you know, we try to push people out. You know, even like, you know, it's just even the old, even the old school, the forefathers, the the people who came before us. Some of them are. Yeah, I get it. I get it that. People, like a lot of the younger dudes are like, yo, these dudes are kind of salty, though. You know, they'll treat us like we old, you know, like we don't know what we're doing. But at the end of the day, I think older cats, like, you know what? Uh, cool V, who 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 done a lot of shit for Bismarck, Bismarck's DJ, Bismarck's yeah. cousin. I had him on, and he made a great point. He was like, yo, the old school needs to do a tour with the new, with the, with the new school. Just to introduce the, the you know, each other's fans to, and but yo, check it out, you know, the, this is who I am, but check out who came before me, you know? That would be dope. What did you listen to growing up? Uh, KRS, Beastie Boys, LL Cool J, um, Third Bass, um, Slick Rick, who I believe is one of the greatest oh, storytellers in hip-hop. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yes. I mean, he just told stories, man. I love, I love people who tell stories, and I try to continue to do that personally. Um, that's just how I, I, I live. Um, R&B, too. I went to R&B stage for a while. It's funny because bringing up Rob Martin before, I was on the phone with him earlier today, and we were talking about the Red Light special and, you know, how he was talking about how just decision-wise, it was a hard decision for him to stop yeah. doing that because he got so m busy doing so many other things. Because people don't understand, even though it's once a week of podcast, it's a lot. It's a lot of avenues, a lot of moving pieces. And I was telling him how, you know, R&B was so influential for me growing up, you know, like... Uh, as a Brooklyn dude, I feel like I had this rah-rah, you know. When DMX was playing, let me tell you something, man. I found myself in Central, Central Booking, if I, if I listened to too much DMX. <laughs> when I would put the R&B on, I'd be smooth. 
and it made me like feel like my emotions on some like yeah you know like instead of like yo what up baby like get the fuck over here it was kind of like how you doing mom they don't even <laughs> have that type of r&b no more though yeah, but if it's, it's all it's thug, thug on, but it's now. also like underdogs. You gotta get the underdog a chance. Like who? Um, what underdog? Don't, please don't say Bryson Tiller. Please don't say Bryson. Nah, I ain't gonna say Bryson Tiller. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say like you know, like growing up, even for us, like one twelve, you had oh um, nah, yeah, you had peaches like, and cream, right? <laughs> um, even like hell, like when we was kids, boys to men. You gotta give like these songs a chance, not these songs that's just like playing on you the mean, radio. Like Cisco the God. Yeah, you know, Thong Song was uh, Cisco uh, the God. Yeah, you know, Thong Song helped, I like, and helped I like people complete. get pussy, man. <laughs> First man <laughs> to walk on a pool of bitches ever. Yeah. Never forget that man. Was he the first dude that was dying his hair blonde? Though? Also yeah. that. Nope, Dennis Rodman. That's Dennis Rodman. Right. Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. D Rod. I'm scared of him. Pause. I guess. That did sound kind of. Uh, yeah, I'm scared of Dennis. <laughs> I feel like if I ever met Dennis Rodman, he would like. Just mind fuck me. He would take you to Kim Jong Un. I'm. <laughs> Yo, it wasn't me or Dennis Rodman. Feel I feel like he he had like like a thirty year cold. Like that motherfucker was always sniffling. Like, <laughs> That's you know, probably the crack. It's probably like the, the coat <laughs> and the um his earrings, <laughs> his yeah. nose rings. The coat, earrings. Maybe he got AIDS. The powder. <laughs> but maybe that's why he was weird. Um. This is something I wanted to know personally. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing your top 25 list. And just want to kick it into the sneakers a little quick because me and my man's in the back. We like kind of we kind of go hard on the sneakers, but I'm also a window shopper because you know I'm poor and shit. I ain't never so, with that. <laughs> so just want to know if you could give like your top five like all time. What yeah, you see, got? Any any list is any list is I feel like uh, a tough. I mean I'll give it to you. Pause. But um, <laughs> I feel like any, any any list is always tough because I feel like, you know, we're like, damn, I want to add this. Or, you know, even with, like, top, like, rappers yeah. or top food or, you know what I mean? You may change that shit next week. You're like, damn, did I tell them Chinese food? <laughs> damn, I meant chicken, you know, but. Uh, or if you want, if it's too hard. No, 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 no it's, not too hard. Oh, okay. it's not too hard. No, it's not too hard. I give it to you. But, uh, you know, I, I want, in no order? No, it doesn't matter. In no order. order. So I got to go with the Jordan 1, uh, the the black and red. Uh, okay. I feel like it's, I feel like it's so beautiful. Um, it was game changing. Timeless. And I feel like it looks so good, too. Like, you know, uh, you know whether you're wearing shorts, no jorts. Uh <laughs> You know, or or even like you know, it's just it's just, it's just a good looking shoe. You know, and, and I mean all that, like the royal, the royal ones, the you know bread ones. You know, uh, even like then they came out the newer ones, the shatterboards. You know, uh, yeah. the orange joints, the fragments. I mean, so ones are sexy, man. Ones are real sexy, and I feel like it's something you could wear with a suit. And it really represented Jordan, man. And I think like you know it was like a mix between a dunk to me. And, and and the Jordan, you know, and I think they were confused, and it, it showed that like that's why when you look to the three, um, you know, it, it, it was it was game changing, you know, the first Jordan with a visible air unit, you know, it had the Jumpman on the tongue, yeah, and uh, you know, it was uh, Spike Lee commercials, yeah, but <laughs> Mars Blackmon, hold on one second, uh, we're gonna go, hold on one second. <coughs> nah, I don't want. He got do that, that Zika, yo. Nah, hell no. He got that Zika, yo. Who had Zika? Beanie Man? Yeah. Yeah. He got that Zika, yo. But if I could say, I would say probably Jordan 1, black and... I'm going to say Jordan 1, black and... You know, bread, black and red, for those that don't go by bread. Uh, Royal. And then uh, the uh, black cement 3s. The white cement 4s. If I want to bring you to now, I, I, I mean... 
Adidas Ultra Boost, man, game changing. Yeah. Game changing, man. I gotta go with the Adidas Ultra Boost, and um, man, Amex ninety, man, infrared. Um, you know, I think uh, amazing color, amazing colorway, and 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 you know, which is, I mean, I could go on for days. You know, there's so many. You know, I could. You know, I mean, uh, a big Barkley fan. You know, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, I even fuck with Pippins, man. You know, um, nah, you on your own with that. Nah, I, I like can't Pippins, fuck with man. The Pippins. I mean, I like. I, I mean. Growing up, like, you know, jo- I, here's the thing. I grew up, growing up, I love Jordan so much. Like, you know, I don't know. I feel like hustling, like, I feel like hustling. Whoever made the hustling Bible book, man, made you love Jordans, like, like to a point where, I mean, I love Jordans, obviously, for other reasons. Yeah. Uh, basketball, just one of the fly light might be like, might, you know, like, like, I remember just, like, this is why Jordan brand don't, didn't put more performance in their Jordan sneakers anymore, because people weren't playing in them. People were just trying to be fashionable. You know, I remember I remember getting them for basketball, begging my parents, putting half the money up, and then, uh, you know, not playing in them, you know? Man, listen, I had a whole Jordan conversation with my shorty recently. I almost had to disown her because she was like, I need some sneakers. And I was like, okay, bet. So we went to the store, and she points out a pair of Team Jordans. I damn near broke up with really? her on the spot. I damn well, near wasn't sketchy. <laughs> Nah, she was like, I feel like you have something like this. I said, don't, don't you ever say that type of shit in public. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, you're just. I dare you. I was like, nah, you're on your own. I, I almost left her. Was it Steph Curry's? Or? Nah, they were Team Jordan. Team Jordan, yeah. Team Jordan's are basically just like, <laughs> I mean, Skechers. Yeah, nah, they're like the Skechers of Jordans. You know, they're like they're like the senior citizen Jordans. They, they, yeah, they don't got that much flavor. They, they're basically peanut without the butter. You know, uh, uh, you know, so ham, no burger. So how did your love for sneakers, like, come about? Uh, just, like, it's funny because, uh, you know, whenever I go on panels or, or, you know, I've been to shows all over the world and spoken, people ask me, like, yo, when when, when, when did you get into the sneaker culture? I'm like, shit, I never got into the sneaker culture. I'm, I'm of the sneaker culture. I, you know, I, I just love sneakers and, and met a lot of other people over the years that, that you know, shared the same passion and, and had a common bond. I think my love just came from, I don't know, there's something special about, you know, I mean, keep in mind, a lot of people look at people's feet, you know, like, you know, like what they're wearing, and even to this day and age, like, you know, as being an older person in the game, you know, uh, uh, of different cultures, I see a lot of young kids, you know, when they see me, you know, and if I have a certain pair of sneakers on, they acknowledge it, you know, and and, and it's it's it's... It's kind of like being, I guess, a baseball car collector or 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 or, or, or an old car collector. You know, like people are like, oh shit, you got the you know 1967 Chevy, or you got the V8. You know, like like oh you know okay, I see the I see you got the Jordan twos on. You know, or or, or, or those are dope. Or well, bronze. You know, like you know, it's uh I don't know. It's been it's been a great culture for me. I mean, it's changed a lot, and uh, you know. I feel like some of the people who've been involved for so long, you know, like we took about a billion dollar industry and I didn't even make that much money off of it. So sometimes I laugh with like Dallas Penn where I'm like, man, man, people look to us for like credibility. We didn't even make that much money off of it. And it's a billion dollar industry, you know? That's real. Sh- uh, real quick, because I'm um, sorry, like golf topic. Um, how is Dallas? I see he's um, like you know tweeting. You know, I mean, as far out. as I know right now, you know he's uh, he's hanging in there and he's gonna be okay. But you know he's 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 uh, di- you know honestly Italians say everything wrong. Is it diabetic? <laughs> Di- he's diabetic. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say diabetic. Yo, uh, 
Same my, difference. My, my my mother, man, my mother fucked me up. You know, um. So you know, being diabetic, you know, um, he's having and he's older now. So I think you know he had a problem with his foot, and I think you know obviously like, it's the blood stops yeah. you know yeah. circulating. So you know. He had a very bad infection, and through the love of God and and, and his lady, Choker Snowflake, I know that they went to many doctors and special doctors, and and it healed up. And but Dallas is like one of those dudes that's always on the move and always on the run. And and I think it, you know, the his other foot opened up, you know, and uh, so you know he's been, you know, I mean, I would say, uh, as far as I know now, he's in good spirits. I check on him every day. You know, we talk. Um, you know, I, it's it's sad too because it was like, you know. Um, the premium Pete show uh, was supposed to be me and him. And, really? uh, yeah, yeah. We, we, we were looking at like, I don't want to say shock the world because not everybody may give a fuck, but, but then you do like sneaker. We did sneaker fiends things. unite under the network. Um, and it actually interfered with the other show. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> and they didn't get it. They yeah. didn't get it. Like, you know, like, like here's the thing, like, like it's funny. Like Chris Morrow, who runs wild speakers network with Reggie, uh, he, he to this day tells me all the time and 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 no disrespect to Ben Hameen and the fan bros but he's like I had to pick a show and I picked them and I made the wrong choice and if they take that personal then uh, hey listen fuck you Ben but um, <laughs> you know we were doing numbers man before they were even something yeah meaning like a network yeah we were doing numbers man you know we had Action Bronson we had Sean Price we had a uh, 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 um dude from the falcons we had uh mayno we had uh um, just plays uh you know we had the, the john wexler before he was even big dude the head dude from adidas that signed yeah. kanye we had reham habib she's like one of the she's like the third person in charge of jordan brand at the time of china you know like we we were doing the damn thing we were doing it and uh you know they didn't get it and you know kind of like it, it flooded and we were so tight the way it was handled this is why internet's communication is key man we were so tight the way it was handled. We we didn't like they they were like yo bring it back like they used to tell us that's the thing like people sometimes I think like do shit and don't and I know maybe as men and in this industry which I still don't understand and the reason why I say that for is you can't take things personal and you got to learn to get over shit. But we mean that was the kind of people who were like man fuck you like we ain't doing we ain't coming back we ain't doing a show with, you know with, with you and then we kept on talking about trying to do it and we spoke to studios and. You know, we didn't want to pay for a studio. We wanted to help a studio, you mm -hmm. know, like because yeah. as, as, as people think like, you know, we're fake famous or whatever, like motherfuckers got no really money. We over here taking care of our family and our bills. But, um, you know, he uh, we, we were supposed to we, we were supposed to do um, when when me and combat separated, we. Um, I spoke to him and I was like, yo, we should do a show together, man. And at first, I think he was like. You know, like yeah, I'll do it. You know, but let's find a place. And kind of sound like okay, <laughs> industry city. <laughs> Hold on, let's go. Wait. Uh, technical <laughs> difficulties. Are you trying to um fix this headphones? Yeah, you can edit this now. Yeah. Okay. So at first, uh, he, he you know, he was like, "Yo, you gotta, we gotta find a place." So I actually found the place. And it was the same place that we uh we took we taped in for the last couple of years in engine room. Engine room. And, uh, you know, um, Engine Room, I spoke to the dudes over there, and they were like, yo, you know, we see the internet's asking where the fuck you are. Like, yo, you know, we, we, you know, we, we want to produce a show with you. And they said, you get it. You know, we don't want to hold your hand. 
they wanted somebody that could kind of run. You know, I know the podcast. I've been doing it for a yeah. minute. Think about it. I did, uh, I probably did, uh, you know, over six plus years of episodes every yeah. week. So that's a lot of episodes. And, uh, you know, I, I couldn't think of anybody but Dallas. And I was like, yo, how dope would that be? Because people really love me and his personality on the Combat Jack show. Yeah. So we put us together. It's like the best of both worlds. And and one thing I will say is that, I, I, you know, we, we had the meeting and he was all for it. And then he was supposed to send a one sheet and he never sent it. And then I called him up. He's like, yeah, I'm going to send. Well, uh, I don't want to do the show. And I was like, and I, at first I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he was like. You know, uh, one thing I will say with Dallas, for those that know him, you know, sometimes he's sporadic. So he was like, yo, Pete, I'll be honest with you. I got so much going on now, family-wise, job-wise, this-wise. I don't want to tell you I'll do something and then not show up next week. And I'm glad he kept it real with me because, like, you know, like, I didn't want to be there. For those that don't know, you know, know the combat jack show over there, sometimes Dallas would just wouldn't show up. Yeah. And I didn't want to, you know, I didn't, you know, I wouldn't want that. I wanted us to, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not selfish. I wanted to share the, share the, you know, the, the growth. And I think we could have did some amazing things. But um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, but I'm, I kept it going. So you know, yeah. Look, another instance of if everything happens for a reason that didn't work out. I got to meet or hear one of my future baby mamas, Miss Lissa. Yeah, Miss Lissa, <laughs> man, that was shit, man. You know, I'm I shoot my shot. I don't know when. You got to slide in them DMs, man. She got that. She got that, that. She got that couch in her back, man. You Let's, know, I, I sit down listen, on it. I've been doing the research. I've been doing my <laughs> scouting report. I, one day, when I get ready, I get a little bit of money. I'm gonna shoot. And I'm gonna see what happens. Yeah, you know, um, that that happened. Um, engine room. They were like, "Yo, listen, Dallas don't want to do it. We still want to fuck with you." So I was like, "Yeah, okay." You know, they're like, you know, because like for a while, like you know, here's the thing: the internet. Sometimes you can't believe everything. So like the internet was like, "Yo." Uh, Yo, Premium Pete, you got to get your own show. And then some people, like, keep in mind, like, here's the thing. Like, I'm not a person who just, like, doesn't understand life. I look at everything. So I've seen people say, like, what the fuck? Is he going to talk about jail? Or, because keep in mind, sometimes on the show I would talk a little bit. Sometimes I would talk a lot on the Combat Jack show. But, you know, people don't realize the contributions I had. I've seen, I seen, like, you know, when me and him went on separate ways, I've seen forums that had tons of shit in there talking about, uh, 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 Oh, um, yo, Pete had just Blaze on. I didn't know he had connects. I thought he got him all from combat. Fuck you talking about. <laughs> I got, like, you know, like, I brought a lot of people on. I, I, I made a lot of episodes happen. You know, I, I didn't just, you know, and, and I spoke when I wanted to. You know, I, 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 want, I want to give an example. When we went on the Breakfast Club, me and combat. You spoke like five words. Spoke like five words. <laughs> Which was wild to and me. And I'm explaining like, to you why like, I did that. I was like, wait, there's another person there. I'm explaining <laughs> to you why I did that. Combat was so hyped up and, and doing so well, and it was his first time there, and I was like, yo, am I really just going to buy Hey, what's up, man? It's Premium Pete. I'm here just to say that. Yeah. I was like, yo, at the, at the end of the day, I was like, yo, I'm here. I, I'm here for the team. And I think that the, pe- the person I was with him, I know that is definitely missed because you can never – you get you, – you, you, Loyalty, you can never apologize for being loyal. You can never apologize for being loyal. But I think that, you know, it. it, it I, the reason why I bring it up for is because, you know, at the end of the day, I think that if the team wins, you win. Yeah. And that's how I looked at it. And and uh, I could have spoke. I could have I jumped in. I mean, I'm not a shy person, but he was doing so well, and he was killing it, and he was addressing certain situations. Then I was like, yo, 
man, it's the Combat Jack show. I mean, I get that. Like, but just like Miss Lissa said, though, in one of the old episodes, you went from being Scotty, now you about to be Mike. It's your turn. They uh, give yeah. you the ball. You got to run with it. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I, I, w- I wish them all the best. I still speak to Jonathan. Um, I don't speak... Um, I don't speak as much to a king um but uh you know because i guess that got weird for him i get it um i shot my shots at him pause because you know stop acting weird man i know you for all these years yeah uh yeah. but uh i think when people just feel like they're going against the boss they yeah just, you know and, yeah and then and and, and and let's be honest like shouts to jonathan shots to a king but they they're, they're not they're not people who are gonna fucking you know, they're going to tell him something, but they're not like me. Like, you know, I'm very, you know, I'm not saying they're, they're not good by doing that. They are good, but they, you know, they're not, they're not someone who's going to, who's going to really keep it 1000 because, you know, they got to worry about themselves too, Yeah. you know, and I, and, and I get it, you know, and at the end of the day, you know, here's the thing too, for anybody, you know, thinking too, if I'm beating around, I spoke, I don't even like speaking about this, but what exactly happened to is too much to ever even talk about it's not just one thing you know someone tweeted me the other day and they're like yo uh marissa mendez and premium pete both got fired from their shows but pete came back strong and i was like yo i never got fired bottom line is this you know uh when you make a self-entitled show you know uh you gotta understand there's a team involved that mean you know and i feel like a team there was a team that helped push combat where he is today. You was on what from since the PNC days? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I came on four months after they started. Okay. I'm not. I don't want to really touch into it. I'm just not gonna lie. That epi- it was that episode he came back and he was just blacking like the first yeah, 15 so here's minutes. The thing. I was like, what the fuck? Here, here, <laughs> here's the thing, and I said this before, and I, and, and 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 you know, uh, I first off, I want to say this, and anybody that always asks him. And I seen, like, you know, he went to London. And, uh, you know, I spoke about it on my show. And he went to London. And that guy, Charlie Swart from BBC Radio, asked him about me. That had to be some producer shit that somebody knew what was going on. Because they're asking about Elliot. Asking about, like, asking about me. You feel like they just threw those questions out there to be because, asked. Because, because it could draw some attention. Yeah. You know, because I guess people listen and know that I'm tight with him or uh, taking my shots. Or they know it wasn't handled correctly. Yeah. Here's the thing. At the end of the day. And I'm only going to speak the truth. How he handled the situation, okay, was totally wrong. That's the thing. Am I over it? Yeah. But in order for us to be over it, that motherfucker needs to call me. That motherfucker needs so to. So I haven't really spoken no, since. No, I, 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 I haven't spoke to him in like but 10 yeah, months. They use the same studio. So how do y'all like a not see They each make other. sure, yo, the studio, yo, that, I get prima donna, man. The Damn that. <laughs> the petty levels in me wouldn't even call him me, but I'd be like, fuck that. Yo, the studio <laughs> make sure that, you know, that, that, you know, I told him, yo, don't bring dude near me, man. And here's the thing, too. Like, you know, whenever he speaks to people, I think he tries to keep it politically correct. Like, kind of like, oh, we cool. No, nah, we not cool. But here's the thing. So I want to be honest with you. And because uh, I don't ever like to get my words twisted around. Yeah, we we not cool, but I'm not looking to do anything. I'm just saying, like, yo, dude, I don't really, I don't really fuck with you. But if we have a heart to heart and we talk, which is something deserved of, even like when I look at that girl Marissa Miranda, I, I don't really know her. I don't know what happened. I don't pay attention mm. to that shit. But you deserve more than a text. If you ride or dying for somebody, if you a loyal person. It's fucked up when people treat people who are what. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm yeah. not perfect. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, there's a couple of times I may have told interns, you know, you suck dick or something like that. You get upset. You know, I get it. I'm not perfect. But at the end of the day, here's the thing. You have to take care of your team. You got to take care of your team. And, you know, I, I, to be honest with you, you know, that's I, I, I want like right, here's the thing. I'm a kind of person like, yo, if, if you are the if the cure, if I'm on the cure and, and, and you're the founder of the cure and you become a millionaire. I'm happy for you, but I want to become a hundred thousandaire. I don't mm. have to become a millionaire like you, because you founded it. Everybody eats B. Yeah, and Everybody people eats. and people try to be petty like you know this or that and you this and that. Bottom line is, you know, and and that's the thing too. When you come up, I guess people don't understand when you come up in a project. People don't understand. People also have their own agenda. Yeah. Sometimes I think about it. And I look back and I say to myself, Yo, this guy, this guy got four kids. He's got a mortgage. Like, I don't know what people thought of Combat Jack or myself or people. Nobody was really caking like that. So what I'm saying, whatever you, when you start making that money, it takes years, too. You know, he's, he's worried about himself first, and as he fucking should be. Yeah. But, you know, we made a little bit of money, but, like, you know, not enough. Like, and I said this before, and I'm not trying to make this show about all this, but I can't sit around and, 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 and get that, like, Uncle Tony type effect. Like, here, my man, here's $100. Don't uh, spend it all in one place. Yeah. Be back in a couple of months, but maybe more. Can't live like that. I, I, got a, I got a lady to answer. I got a kid to answer to. And if we making money, I want to make money together. Yeah. Can I get something? So. I feel you with that. So before we go into your show, we want you to talk about um, You Gotta Eat This. Mm-hmm. You Gotta Eat This, man. Uh... The most pause-worthy uh, <laughs> thing I ever done, but um, you know, it was, I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> I always tell this story. Uh, so me and Bun found that you got to eat this. Okay. Uh, Bun B U G K, uh, for life. Long live the pimp. But um, you know, me me and Bun found it, and and we made like a hundred T-shirts. And when we uh, when we started, it, we were going to uh, Houston Free. Uh, it's a called like a free press. It's like a, con- a concert out there. And he was like, he said, Yo, Queenie is his wife's name. He's like, Yo. You gotta wear this shirt, and she goes, "I ain't fucking wearing that shirt." He's like, "What are you talking about?" It's like, me and Pete say, "How you ain't gonna rep that?" And she said, "What do I look like wearing a shirt that says you gotta eat this?" <laughs> and I, and, and you know, and, and now I realize that's oh shit, you know, people will be like, "Yeah, I'll eat that," you know, like you know, guys, yeah. per- guys, and you know, perverts <laughs> walking around in the streets with a shirt, you gotta eat this. Listen, yeah. <laughs> that's a layup. Yeah. That's not even a shot attempt. I'd see that, I'll be like, "Oh, that's food. That's a layup." That's, oh. the, that's so, the best marketer in the world. Though. What's a layup? <laughs> but when you think about it, it is a good name. And you know it's, it's it gets right to the point. Yeah. Like kind of like it gives it that old Italian like oh you got to eat this. Yeah. You know kind of like you know like go you got to check this out you got to try this out you gotta you gotta fuck with this and I think that me and Bun just because we traveled a lot or because we were just really pe- you know like, like when we created that all we wanted to do was uh you know like be able to get into restaurants and have them bring out special dishes for us to try and shit and we way surpassed that we got a great team. Uh, you know, we're focusing on rebuilding more of the website, but digitally, man, like, you know, we've been invited by, like, uh, Dar- I, Dairy Queen f- flew me out. I sat with the CFO, you know, asking me multiple, uh, you know, questions about, you know, wh- what I think about where food is. And, you know, I've done a lot of things, man, with food. You know, I, I mean, I, wherever I go, man, it's like, like, con blanche or just like, you know, people like, we. I got a list of places to go, like, you know, that w- I've been asking. So it's fun, you know, we're able to do that. I really just turned into, like, you know, uh, just putting people on. Like, yo, if you're ever in Houston, fuck with this place. If you're ever here, fuck with this place. Or even chefs we put on, you know. Like, yo, this dude, sh- this is chef's, you know, Chef Aline, which is, was 2 chain chef. He's killing it. 
There's a guy named Chef uh, uh, 305 or Chef Coyo from Houston. Uh, these people are really doing it up. Oh, so y'all go across the country? Well, well, we got people all over. Okay. So, you know, it's like, yo, people like, you know, like, like we got my man Thomas Wilson. He used to live in Virginia. So he covered Virginia. Now he lives in Houston. And then we have my man Kadoma who has a sneaker summer. But he travels all year long. So he may hit a spot, hit a spot, hit a spot. And then, you know, we really try to be a place where we're, we, like we're a community. We're not just a personal brand. So we're community. So, you know, like we try to cover everything that's going on, whether that be Oreos or, you know, whatever it is. So, But it's fun. I love food, man. I grew up in an Italian family. All we do is eat. I mean, I'm a skinny fat kid, but, hey, listen, most of my family, you know, uh, yeah, they, they, they definitely got fucking cankles. What's, so. the, ma- what's the main dishes in your family? Like Lasagna. Toe. Uh, toe. Chicken can franchise. I, can I get an invite? Uh, sure. <laughs> chicken palm. Uh, baked ziti. Yes. Clams and linguine. Yes. Uh, so stuffed shells. Monty Gort, um uh, you know, quiche pies, uh, you know. I'm coming through. Cannolis, so seven so layers. So you have my double down. So next time y'all cook some lasagna. Word, like yo, my <laughs> grandmother's 95 years old. She makes the best lasagna in the world. I never through. had like a like a real Italian lasagna. You could just lasagna. mail it. You, I don't even have to come to your crib. You could just yeah, mail it. That'd be hard to mail lasagna. <laughs> Look, you just put it in the regular box and you ain't even got to refrigerate it. I'll just the, eat it when it get there. I think the closest Italian dish I ever had was like from Olive Garden or something. Yeah, you should be ashamed. <laughs> wow. Don't you ever mention I never, I never Olive Garden. I mean, that's the only thing. Olive Garden <laughs> is like, look, I'm going to explain to you what Olive Garden is. You have Fruit Loops and then you have Loopy Fruits. Okay? You know what Loopy Fruits? <laughs> yeah. That's the cereal in the bag. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Stop going to Olive Garden, man. <laughs> man, said Olive Garden. I believe it's been to some, like. i never been to, like, a real Italian. Well, Carmine's in the city. Carmine's is official. I fuck with Carmine's. Yeah. You got a big place, though. Yeah. Man, what? Like, you, you go there, like, you're like, damn, man. You know, I'm about to get the itis. Yeah. You know? I got lunch for the week last time I went there. Shit, I had at least man. three days. <laughs> at least. Yeah. yeah they, they Listen, you know, Carmine's so, is official. I fuck with Carmine's. Yeah. So next time, yeah, you know, y'all cook. Just yeah, no, I'll let you know. <laughs> um, So now let's get to your show. Premier yes, T show. Yeah, man. Who, yes. who, who, who would have ever fucking thought? Huh? Debut April 5th. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. What what got you interested in like you know being behind the mic again? And Hold starting up. Before you show. even get into that, I kind of fucked with when y'all did the freestyle rather than having the rap intro. Like when y'all did the freestyle intros, I fucked with those a little better. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I kind of fucked with that when you used beatbox and she was spitting. I was like, I can do this. Well, hey, <laughs> I I'll give you this. um episode that drops. When does this episode drop? This is, was gonna drop Wednesday. Okay, Wednesday. So the next day, the day after tomorrow, uh, which is Thursday. Uh, we drop our episode with uh, uh, Joseph Sakura, Tommy from okay. Power. He just oh wow! Came on. Yeah, I was just with him tonight. And um, round of applause for Tommy Keller Holly. Yeah, yeah, most yep. <laughs> round of applause. <laughs> the bitch is dead. I'm like, thank God the bitch is dead. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> we got tired of that bitch. Uh, <laughs> we uh, um, me, we all rap. Yeah, we Bad. all rap. Yeah, at, okay. the, at the end, not the beginning, but we all spit some bars. Uh, you know. I mean, you know, to be honest with you, you know, um, what'd you say? What made me want to get behind the mic again? Yeah, and like starting your own show. Like, uh, I know you said the internet kept hitting man, you, internet, yo. Yo, the in- let me tell you something. People, like, here's the thing. The internet is a gift and a curse. Yeah. Meaning, like, social media is a yeah. gift and a curse. But but for the most part, man, the internet's been good to me, man. Like, and, and I feel like they have given me what I've given them. And, you know, I, I get, I, uh, you know, I, sometimes I look through the forums and I'll see people say some shit, whatever. Because it's been like three months since you was on the Comeback Jack show before you started your own show, right? Three or four months. Uh, no, it was uh, like six months. 
six months. Wow. Yeah, okay. Like six months. Yeah. I wasn't going to do it, man. I'll be honest with you. I wasn't going to do it. And only because it's like, you know, and there's a lot of pressure too, you know, because it's like, you know, you want to do well, but at the end of the day, the pool is so much bigger. There's so many podcasts now, you know, I think it was easier for us to, you know, we did great content, you know, that's one thing we did do over at the show, you know, the Combat Jack show, you know, I was proud to be a part of what they did. You know, and that's I'll always be. Yeah. And, you know, I do thank, you know, uh, as, as much as uh, I think that motherfucker needs to thank everybody else that pushed him up. I do thank him for the opportunity, uh, you know. We 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 had some great moments. Even just me and him had some great moments, you know. Yeah. Um. You know, you go back and you look at that Kevin Gates episode. That shit was fucking. Yeah, I actually, you know, <laughs> I, you know pre- um, in prepping for this show, I was actually like re-listening to that that particular episode. I'm like, wow, they really was going in. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and you can't, you can't, you, you can't. Like, where could you find that? You know, that was that was that was dope, man. That was dope. (laughs) Even if you know, but uh, you know, I I guess just the internet, man. For the most part, like I said, just just getting so many. Like, here's the thing: I think that sometimes people get a tweet tweet or two, and they think that everyone's asking. Yeah, I was getting like, yo, they were like bombarding the Combat Jack Show Instagram page, like you know. you know, I, I was one of them. I was tweeting like, "Yo, yeah. where's Pete?" Yeah, people kept on asking. Like, people kept on asking and asking and asking and asking and asking. And I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, yo, these, <laughs> like, you know, I, I mean, I knew I got love because, you know, I, I just knew it. I mean, out in the public, I always, you know what I mean. I, the way I move, I always got love, man. I, I always, you know, we went to A three C five six years. I mean, I was taking pictures for years. Like, you know, it's a weird. Like, podcasting is weird because it's like. I've always been a person of relationships and been around a lot of things, but shit is overwhelming. You know, when you think about it, like, yo, I remember coming out of a panel in A3C, and it was like fucking 25 people waiting outside for me, like taking pictures. And I handled, uh, as I moved out of that crowd, I was like, oh shit, I handled that shit like a G. And I, because I didn't know what to handle. Like, you know how sometimes we panic, like, kind of like, what do we do? How do we handle? Like, I was like, oh shit, like, you know, I handed that shit like, uh, you know, picture, yo, what's up, uh, yo, can you do a drop, yo, what's up, man, it's Premium Pete, you listen to, what's the, what's the name of your, uh, you know, take a picture, you know, even even signing fucking autographs. It's like, what the fuck? Like, you know, it was a phenomenon, you know, at yeah. that time. And, you know, we did, we did, we did some great stuff. And uh, wh- wh- where was I getting at? I was getting at something. I don't want to lose Start Like starting your own show and like what made you want to get back? Yeah, just the internet, man. The internet, internet. internet's like really bombarded. Like, yo, and, 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 and I'll be honest with you. You know the way, the way he handled uh, me. You know, not being on the show anymore, to me was upsetting, disrespectful, but it was the best thing for me, because the way he handled it made people. I'd be like, "Your ass, fuck, are you doing?" Because you could, yeah. you, when he was speaking about it, you could sense that something wasn't right yeah i'm telling you i was in the call listening i'm like wait well <laughs> keep in mind hold on keep in mind we're talking about combat jack he's an older man yeah he's not a person that we know on these streets that is kind of like yo what the fuck is up bitch that's why it like, was weird he's not, no, he's not a tough guy and you know kind of like Keep and I think and that was him coming as soon as the New Year's, like... Yes, that's, no, why, that's why I was like, wow. Like, the first, it was like this intro came, didn't it? I'm like, you what? So keep in mind, blood. you don't address you don't address what happens, right? And it's funny, because he was telling me, he was like, yo, whatever you say, you know, I'll go with it. 
And I was like, ain't nothing to say. And so I didn't say nothing, and he didn't say nothing. But then what happened was when people were asking and continue to ask and ask and ask and ask and ask, and when you finally address it, here's the way here, listen, just in case, you know, because I'm sure this will make it to his ears. No, we ain't that famous, but okay. Don't worry about <laughs> it. I, 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 my push will help. Okay. Word. Oh, thanks. Right? Here's the way I think it should have went down. And I, and, and I had a conversation with Chris Morrow who agreed. And I mean, so many people agreed. It wasn't handled right. Hey, what's up, man? It's Combat Jack, man. Hey, listen, uh, you know, um, sadly, I have to announce that Premium Pete is, you know, not going to be on the show anymore. Uh, you know, uh, just differences and things we went through. But I want to let you know something. You know, we'll always love Premium Pete for everything he's contributed to the show. And, you know, we'll always have love for him, you know. And uh, listen, uh, we definitely salute him here. And uh, Internet, let's get on with the show. And 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 and, like and, and 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 maybe a burr because you know he's you know a turtleneck yeah. motherfucker. Um, wow. <laughs> okay. But homeboy came out saying like, "Yo, you asking for premium P? Get the fuck out of here. Go listen to another premium. Uh, another, go listen to another podcast. Fucking all call me up. Ask me where's premium P? Where's premium P? Where's fuck you." What the fuck no, was that? No, no, um, Legit. like shots and shade to sh- um, combat though. But no, I, and, and I'm not, and that's the thing. Like, here's the thing. I, I, I'm keeping it real. No, I mean, I'm, I'm what I'm about to say is, <laughs> he was having a funk flex moment. What, yo, yeah, legit? And, 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 and I was and like, I, I didn't deserve that. And I was yo. like, come and on, I combat. never, and, and you know, what's so funny. Listen, I, I hear from inside the camp. Yeah. Camp telling me like that he'll say like, yo, I deserve. He deserves a phone call. Yeah. But I ain't get it. Well, I thought y'all was gonna squash it with like over the like past nah, couple nah. months. Nah, nah, we only just listen. Let me tell you something. I'm playing the fucking card, man. We only squashing on my show. That's how we're gonna do it. <laughs> if we ever want to squash, you gotta you gotta come on my show and and, and we can talk about it. And at the end of the day, that's kind of scary. We, and at the end of the day, at, at the end of the day, we we don't. Here's the thing. It's just about like you know, I've learned to not hold on to things, but a lot of things do bother me that. I care about it's hard it's hard to not you know care about things or be upset about things you care about especially you know? all that time you put into it yeah most definitely and i it's think like that make it like ha- like breaking up with your best friend almost yeah damn that it's like i put money in the slot machine niggas cashed out and they didn't give me nothing after i gave them a you know quarter. you know what but i'll never look back because i'll never look back because i'll be honest with you um part of the reason why like i said before it's too many things for me to go um, into and for the internet to understand, I can't reveal all that. It's just too many things. Like, it's not like one thing. But the problem is, is that, you know, uh, communication is key. Yeah. And, 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 you know, there's a lot of things that go into the makings of what exactly happened. And I think that, you know, um, throughout it all, you got to communicate. That's the thing. You, when you have a team, you got to communicate with them. You can't, you know, you. You can't, you know what I mean? Like, you got you to gotta fucking communicate, man. Uh, that, that, I mean, I don't know how many times I got to say it or, how, you know, it, you got to communicate, man. And yeah. that, that's what you got to do. I feel you. I mean, at this point, it's just foolish but pride. The, the, and that, I mean, that's with any partnerships, though. Like, communication is the key. Like, you, you can't just leave somebody high and dry like that. Yeah, you got to communicate. And, and, and you know what? And I look back and, I'm, I, and, and we can move on from this. I'm going to say one more thing. All right. You know, when, when... I'm 
I'm happy I did what I did. I'm happy I am where I am, and I'm happy. I'm explaining to you why, for people who don't know. A lot of a lot of things I did was I pushed and pushed and pressed and pressed to get money. Pressed. Stayed on phone for a long time. Pressed. Pressed. I didn't stop pressing. Just having a son. I did not stop pressing. And what I did was kind of press myself out the door. But the point I'm trying to make is I could still be there today. For what? If I were to shut my mouth. I could still be there today. But for what? For Instagram likes? Nah. To work on somebody else's dream? When you're not fully in their dream? To not be appreciated as much as you think you should? And not saying that he's wrong for that. But, but you know, at the end of the day, I think that when you are in a boat and you sail it, you may have to get off on a certain island. And change is needed. So, you know, I'm, not, I'm, I'm never going to regret that. I'm never going to regret because now I'm able to do my own thing. Yeah. Which and we and are yeah. happy that you are. Yeah, well, right. I appreciate that. So how do you and, like, Miss Alyssa knows meet? Uh, at PNC. At PNC. PNC. Yeah, 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 A King introduced me to her. Yeah. So so I don't think I, I finished that story. But uh, when, uh, I w- when I was in engine uh, engine room, they were like, yo, you, need, you should do have a girl co-host. And I was like, man, that may not be a bad thing. And they're like, yeah, but you need a girl who's not going to, uh, you know, like, let you step on her all the time. Like, you know, that. Like, when I say step, they mean, like, somebody who's going to keep it real with you. As I can be like, yes, Pete, you're right. You know, yeah, yeah, you're the, you know, yeah. somebody that, yeah. And, 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 I was, and, and they were like, we'll think about it, and you can think about it, and you get back to us. And Did I kind of knew that they were kind of people like that, like that. It took, like, a while to yeah. think about. But so I said, who do you had in mind? Right off the bat, I thought about her. Oh wow! Because A King brought her around for a while. I think mm. he was trying to stick his little PC PP in, in in that. I and ain't mad at and that. And, 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 and that. Well, pause to even saying little PP. Uh, shout out to King, <laughs> man. But um, you know, I, I he brought her around, so she started to come back into my mind. She would be at the studio, and when we when we when, when, when I was driving home, and I was like, oh shit, I got the perfect person, and I hit her up and I told her what I wanted to do, and you know, and and. And I think she's getting in. I think it's a perfect opportunity for her. And the dope thing about it is, like, I try to treat her like I wasn't treated. And what I mean by that is just, just be honest. Just be open. Like, yo, like, you know, like, like we just had Bevel, uh, you know, buy some episodes from us. So, you know, like, now we become the pool of Bevel ads. But I'm glad to, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful. We got to get a little bit of chip money, you know, to be able to take care of things. But here's the point. I'm going to tell her what she exactly is going to make. This is what you're going to make. You okay with that? Yeah. You know, and, 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 and just be honest. You understand? Just, just, you know. Yeah, yeah, I really got that good chemistry too. It's like a brother and sister type of thing. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I, inv- I tried, I invited two things. Like I invited to my son's first birthday party. Uh-huh. She met my family. So, you know, I just want to grow with her. And, and, you know, a podcast is a podcast. You know, keep in mind, you're cousins and you do a podcast. But I hope that you guys uh, someday open up something that you could push on the podcast. Because it's, it's bigger than the podcast. Life is bigger than the podcast. You know, one, one of the reasons why I want to do the podcast for is, one, is because so I could, uh, you know, continue to do things and let people know about them through there. It's a great outlet to be able to, you know what I mean? But while you're doing it, continue, you could do more, you know? Here's our um, shtick over, over how you say that shit. <laughs> we just Stick. don't, yeah. We the voices of people because we were both twenty five, so we the voices of our millennial, like you know, age group, uh, and voicing our concerns and stuff on like today's topics. 
like you know because a lot of people don't sometimes don't even have time to do this like yeah. stuff like podcasts yeah. so we're using our voice to speak through everybody else and to try to give people a break from the years that nobody tell you about the mid 20 years nobody tells you about they tell you go to college after college they're like good luck so we're just trying to give some type of break or cure from your weekend your weekday blues so to speak i wish i wish i could go back to you know being young again and tell myself uh uh just to prepare better i think that sometimes we live so fast you know uh remember that song with ross and kanye was that live fast die young yeah that song is so official um but um you know when you live fast man you 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 lose out when you're older trust me you know you wind up chasing stuff more and wind up you know you just like like i remember gr- like in the neighborhood if i grew up and i was like yo guys you know what i'm gonna build my credit this week and they're like get the fuck out of here throw <laughs> your credit you know like th- you know i think that you know we we the, the younger generation man listen take time to uh be patient man and, and build your credit and, and and do all that sexy shit right stop worrying about if people look good you know like worry about you know having a house when you're older and Cooking shish kebabs and inviting people over and smoking cigars and whatever you know what I mean like yeah. like own something and live something and you know like like I had to wait till I'm older to really start to experience some life. It took me a while to grow up. Yeah, that's yeah. all. Yeah. Um, you already had like a couple of your friends on there from Andrew Schultz, um, Tax, Bodega Boys, mm-hmm. um, Just Blaze, Just Blaze, Scarface, Pen, Dallas Pen. Roble, <laughs> Roble, and just on um, recent like April Walker. April Walker, yeah. Um, like w- so, w- like where's the direction you trying to take the show? Uh, just make it diver- like diversify, man. We have Mikey likes it on. Okay. You know, um, I just want to, but well, that's the thing. I don't want to keep up with the Jones. Okay. I don't want to. You know, that's a tough game. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, and I don't want to do it. Not because it's tough. I don't, I don't want to do it because it's not my style. I want to. I want people to get something out of it. I think wherever I go, I always try to drop a gem. I'm not trying to do a, a, a podcast with people just to hear my voice. I want somebody to get something out of it. I hope a chef listens to that Chef Obey episode and gets inspired. You know, I hope somebody that listens to the Tommy episode that drops, you know, uh, uh, you know, that they, they find out something they didn't know about Tommy. You know, I, I, I hope that just Blaze stories, you know, the same thing, you know, and, and people get inspired and Mikey likes it, you know, making ice cream, you know, and, you know, starting a business. And, you know, even Andrew Schultz, a funny fuck, you know, uh, to, I just I just I just want to I just want to introduce my audience and whoever listens to my show or whoever fucks with me to all different people. And I'm luckily to call a lot of these people friends. So, you know. That's real. You need a um a bodyguard shooter. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? I said you need a bodyguard or a shooter or something. You this know, man's been soliciting. Um, his <laughs> I, t- I tweeted Shit, about it today. You can always use a shooter, man. You I know? tweeted about you it. You talking about a photographer? No. Oh, okay. I got you. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing. Um, I, I know what you're talking um, about. Um, yeah, I just tweeted today that I, you know, m- part of my hidden talents. I'm I used good. to nope. um train yeah. train with swords and a bow and arrow. <laughs> fuck you think you're uh, Daryl from Walking Dead? Nah, you can't be walking in bed style with no fucking bone. Nah, I, like I used tell to, him why. Uh, a, like a year ago, I used to actually take archery classes. <laughs> tell him why you have the sword. Because 
my aunt gave it to me. She got it from a crackhead. Crackheads, yo, crackheads get the, yo, they got the best shit, man. Yeah, she and got then, it. She got it from a crackhead. She said, "Oh, you want it to run? It was like a dragon sword too." In his crib, he has a sword, <laughs> a blow dart, like the African. <laughs> yo, back. Let me tell you some crackhead story. Twenty years ago, um, Super Bowl the day before Super Bowl Sunday, uh, back when I was, uh, you know, I was hustling. Um, crackhead comes over to me. He's like, "Yo, I don't got no money, but I got something for you." I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here!" He's like, "No, I got something for you." He's like, "Yo!" All of a sudden, he's like, "Yo, I got a um, a 65 inch. This is when they they used to do projection TVs, like yeah. not projection. Uh, the they were like one the big. No, no, nah, nah, they were the they were big, like one big TV. You know what I mean? Like on wheels. Okay, like, I know what you you're know, talking, you know about. talking about. Yeah. Like, I guess they used to call them projection, yeah. not projector, but it was like. Yeah, I get what you I guess they called them. Yeah, so bigger. And I was like, he, I was like, how much you want? He's like, uh, I'm like, I'll give you four pieces. And that was $20 was a piece, $20. So it was $80. Yo, let me tell you something, man. I got, I paid him four pieces, which is $80, which I didn't even pay $80 for. I was only paying 15 I was making five on each one. Yeah. And I got a tow truck guy that I gave that. Uh, this tow truck guy fucking did drugs too. Gave him two pieces. Put it on top of his flatbed and drove it right to my house. Man, that shit cost me like a less than a hundred bucks for like a three thousand dollar TV. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I have a cousin that's in South Carolina who sold some weed for a MacBook, off. And I was like, I watched it happen. I was like, this makes no fucking sense. Y'all ain't gonna believe me, but I promise you, I have witnesses. Like our cousin Daryl was there and some other people. And shit was the wildest thing I've ever seen in my life. I was like, why? Fuck Daryl. (laughs) 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 But yeah, man, you know, continuing with the show and just, you know, trying to bring on different people, man. You know, I want to bring on entrepreneurs. I want to bring on so many different people, man, and just really give people a chance to diversify. Again, not being put in a box, you know. I think, uh, you know, it's important to do that. That's real. So we want to... um as we like slowly wind it down, we wanted to get into our questions mm-hmm. and Basically. have you take part of it. Yes. It's called Consulting with the Cure. Okay. Um, listeners, y'all know the deal. Send the questions to thecurepodcast.com or send them to G- thecurepodcast at gmail.com and we'll answer your questions on the air. So get your advice for this. We've been getting a lot of love connection type shit. People want some advice. I don't know why summertime, but they trying to be booed up. So It's about to be full, that's why. I guess. First one, it says, subject is the best way to meet girls. I've been single for a while now and would like to meet someone. I'm a transplant from L.A. to New York, but a lot of the things I do, like working out and going to bars with large groups of friends and coworkers, have not been working. Any suggestions will be appreciated. Thanks. Mm, mm. Well, first off, uh, I would tell him, be safe, though. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't like... I feel like we said this before, like, you just have to go out to places. You just got to shoot your shot. I'm still supporting people that's going to the strip club. You got to be on some Drake shit, right? Your number on the dollar bill and just slide it to her. Be like, yo, what's good? Like, see what happens. So you trying to save a hoe? Why not? Okay. You see Kanye saved her and look at him. He's living. I guess. Is he happy? You, we don't know that. She, Kanye so, what, so what is this guy mad about? He just trying to um. He trying to get some vagina. He, yeah, it. he just trying to find girls. Listen, go on, go on Craigslist. Uh, see if you find see? yourself. A I told people that Craigslist. See if you find yourself a happy ending by fucking Mary Ming, <laughs> and uh, you'll be all right. Okay. 
Or, or, or go on Match.com. Listen, Internet, let me tell you something. Stop being shy, okay, that you don't want to go on Match.com. I know, listen, I know multiple people that went on Match.com. Yo, people don't even go dating. They go to the house or I go you pick, you, pick you up to go out to eat. The lady's like, yo, come upstairs and fuck this pussy, okay? Yo, I'm be honest with you. There's a lot of, yo, I know, listen, people, okay, get on Match.com. <laughs> Uh, and you, it's not—it's not like you get into—you date. You know what I mean? You go on dates. It's not like you like get into like a, a serious relationship. You never know what could happen. You know, people. But what I'm saying is, yo, the playing for real—the uh, playing field is real on Match.com. I mean, I'm not sponsored by them either. <laughs> I say you talking like you're getting paid from them. I know, right? <laughs> um, next one is falling for a friend. I'm 24. He's 26. I'm falling for one of my bo- um, boyfriend's friends. He told me years ago he wishes he, he met me first. A couple of months ago, um, he brought it up again. We've been talking more since and becoming closer. We did the undiggable and we slept together. We both knew it was wrong, the wrong thing to do, and instantly it felt, sh- felt like shit afterwards. We both promised that it would never happen again. It's been almost a month, and I have um, told my boyfriend I talk to his friend nearly every day. I'm falling hard for him. I can't I can't see a future with him. I'm thinking it's time to split from my boyfriend. I'm not sure if now I'm seeing all the bad in our relationship because of because of his friend. I wouldn't jump right to into dating his friend. I would give it a couple of months. I just really like him. I'm afraid I might regret it. Am I really uh, that unhappy or I'm just thinking um thinking the grass is greener. You a hoe. <laughs> yeah. <basically. laughs> you a hoe. Yo. I mean yeah, listen. You know how guys say you ain't no better pussy than new pussy. Yes. I guess girls feel that too, but yeah. now with pussy with dick. Okay, I can and, see that. And, and what I mean is now all of a sudden, you know, I guess she's open a little. And the sad thing about it is too is when you have a girl who's not loyal. I think that like, and you go through something, you know, then they start judging you. You know what I mean? So meaning like, her, him and her and his boyfriend may argue, and she's like, oh yeah. All right, whatever. Fuck you. I ain't talking to you. And then, like, you know, maybe they leave and this guy don't think nothing of it. She's over here sucking his friend's dick, you know, for, for remorse, you know? But then she going to cause a big-ass fight between the boyfriend. That could be some crazy <laughs> shit. But she, I will she, say she this, internet. Like don't kill anybody over some pussy. <laughs> I was away with some guy. 25 years to life he was doing. Simple-ass guy. He looked like a Matt Raz. Like, come on, Matt Raz don't look like he, he doing anything tough to anybody. And, uh, you know... He, he was telling me, man, he came home one day from work. He opened up the, you know, to go into his room, and his wife was getting digged out. And she, they didn't even see him. And he went right to his gun closet. And you know what's so crazy? He shot the guy. And now he's in jail for 25 to life, and his wife fucking somebody else. You understand? That's crazy. So the point I'm trying to make is this. As hard as it is, pause, <laughs> do yourself a favor. And just move on. Move on. Get the fuck out of there, man. Because, you'll, let me tell you something. It'll be tough in the beginning. It'll be hurtful. I don't know. Some guys act like they ain't hurt, man. It's okay to be hurt. So you want her to move on with the no, guy's friend? No, I'm talking about... I'm, I'm giving this message for a guy or a girl. Uh, but I'm saying for her, this bitch, you know, uh, uh, she, she she trifling. She a hoe. <laughs> she a hoe. Thank you. So, I mean, I don't know what you're doing. Pick a dick and figure it the fuck out. You know yeah, what I mean? Imagine, yeah, imagine if they get into an argument. She'll be like, that's why 
James Bick is, Dick is bigger than uh, um yours. I'm like, yeah, that's a fight. Cause you know, girls girls start saying some hurtful shit when they get angry. It's gonna be, a, it's gonna be an OJ um situation. Your <laughs> dick ain't even that big. Like, what? <laughs> Why, bitch? <laughs> start choking. Her. Oh, yeah, Holly. <laughs> yep. Oh, Holly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, that's it for consulting with the Cure. As always, CurePodcast.com anonymous. And if you want to email us directly, if you're feeling courageous. The Care Podcast at gmail.com. Got I this? Got, yeah, I mean, last thing we do is this thing called One Gotta Go. Where I've, you heard of it before? You no, no, yeah, just tell me. No, all right, four choices. I'm gonna give you four choices. You gotta pick one, one gotta go. An example so you're from Coney Island. I'm pretty sure you're a Knicks fan, right? Mm-hmm. One gotta go. Patrick Ewing, Bernard King, Latrell Speedwell, Carmelo Anthony. One gotta go. God damn. <laughs> Yo. Patrick Ewan, Carmelo Anthony with Charles B. Will and Bernard King. Yeah, one gotta go. Holy shit, man. I gotta let with Charles B. Will go. Word. Yeah. Damn. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna tell that. you why. Uh, Patrick Ewan, even though he never brought the fucking ring, he's a legend. Uh, enjoyed so many. Patrick Ewan. You know, I, <laughs> jo- I enjoyed so many finger roll paws. Uh <laughs> <laughs> nah, Patrick Ewing to me is just a, a New York Knick legend. Bernard King also, you know. Keep in mind, you know, what he did. And and, and Melo, even though people love to hate him, he has brought a lot to the Knicks. And I feel like, you know, imagine if we didn't have him at all, you know. So, you know, Sprewell was awesome. I mean, I loved his style, man. I mean, he was so New Yorker, so gritty, man. But at the end of the day, out of those four, if I had to let him go, uh, you know, I let him go. And plus, to be honest with you, man, he made me spend ten thousand on spree wells, so I'm good. You know, you, oh, talking about with the spinners in it. Yeah, the spinners. Yeah. Oh, he made me back in the day. You know, back in the day, man. You know, think about what we did, yo. Honestly, man, that's why, man. You know, internet's go 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 do marine biology or something. <laughs> Stop worrying about you know what you think is hot, man. Motherfuckers looking to bust up. See to, to 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 see their wheels spin, <laughs> worrying about other people looking at them. Hey, come on, think about that. We worry about what other people uh, think about our tweets, or people say that and shit didn't get that many likes. Like fuck out of here. <laughs> I feel you. Next one, movies. Unusual suspects, Casino, Pulp Fiction, Heat. Unusual suspects. For real? Yeah, Heat is amazing. Heat is amazing. Casino is amazing. I would give it a Pulp Fiction. Nah, Pulp Fiction is legendary. I, legendary. I mean, come on. Uh, 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 Devin uh, Ring seen you alone. I'm getting rid of Royale Pulp with cheese. Come on. A Royale with cheese. I want to know what a five-hour milkshake tastes like. <laughs> Plus, you know, like, 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 you know, the, the whole puncturing the fucking needle. Oh, I mean, the, Pulp the Fiction is legendary, man. Yeah, uh, yeah but this is my opinion. You no, know? I, I, I don't you mean you're entitled to your opinion. No, no, no I'm just saying it's not yeah. that. Internet, you know, you know, <laughs> love it or hate it. <laughs> yeah, one, one more. Yeah, I got one more. So I'm trying to decide if I should do this cereal, if I should do this wrestling. Which one you want? Got cereal. Cereal, all right. But Fruit Loops, Tricks, Captain Crunch, Frankenberry. Mm. Tricks. I ain't mad at that. Because yeah, Tricks <laughs> is for kids. Um, <laughs> you know, Tricks, Fruit First of all, Cookie Crisp, uh, greatest cereal of all time. Yeah. Okay, that's just my opinion. Cookie Crisp. 
greatest cereal. Second cereal, Rice Krispie Treat cereal. What? Cinnamon Toast Crunch is not up there? Cinnamon Toast Crunch, could, it could get up there, but not. hold up. We got some other ones to go up. <laughs> Apple Jacks. Apple okay. Jacks is Legendary. Yes. Legendary. Oreo O's. Legendary. Okay. French Toast Crunch. <laughs> See now you now, now you start to talk you start talking to fat talk. You know? <laughs> like, hey, I'm, that, ju- I'm just chubby. When we had that snow day, that that was the best. Like two days I was inside the house, fresh <laughs> toast crunch, man. <laughs> yeah, it's good when you have when you have a snow day. It's good to do stuff like that, man. You know, it, it, it it's uh you know it's, it's special moments you get to, to spend when you have unexpected you know days. Okay. So Brian and Pete, thank you for stopping by. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it so much. Hey, listen, we were all over the place, man. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, we were all over the place, and I think that uh, might this might be our longest show. <laughs> really? Yeah, really. you took it from Mouse. Yeah, Mouse is going to be upset. Uh, people <laughs> appreciate me more than Mouse. Fuck you, Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, i tell you one thing. Mouse is going to be like, Dan, this motherfucker give them the tea, and he didn't give me shit. I'm going to explain to you why, Mouse. Let me explain something to you. I go on Mouse's podcast, right? This is like fresh. We, we, we still trying to get on there, but okay. <laughs> he, invite, he invited me. He's a respectful cat. I, I tell you one thing. I like the way he approaches people also. Yeah. Was he up there with that damn headband shit? Nah, he didn't dare try to do that okay, fucking uh, uh, <laughs> Boopsie Thompson with me. Uh, um, you know, one thing that's funny, I, 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 laugh, I laugh about it afterwards. Um, you know, he had me on, and as uh, soon as he came on, he was like, yo, Internet. Well, I keep on saying, he doesn't say Internet, but... Uh, Whatever he said, he was like, you know, um, we got a, a podcast, you know, pioneer, whatever the fuck he called me. Definitely some shouts to way here. And then he was like, Premium Pete. And he's like, yo, Premium Pete, what's up? And I was like, yo, what's up, man? Thanks for having me. He's like, yo, so what happened with you in combat, man? And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? I was like, yeah, this motherfucker. I was like, yo, you use condoms? Like, Nigga came yeah. No lube. He yeah, just. No <laughs> lube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> That's why, listen, hey, listen, that's why, Mouse, you listen, man, that's why the cure got the T. They got the T. <laughs> T's on the podcast. When he was up here, he disrespected our um, studio, the studio manager. He called him Morris Chestnut. He called him what? Morris, Morris Chestnut. Chestnut. No, he don't look like Morris Chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I can see it a little, but not a lot, you know? We don't look at Morris Chestnut. He could pass for uh, the guy from House Party. Remember, like, I'm going to kick your fucking ass. You oh, know? no. <laughs> you going to get us kicked out, Pete? <laughs> yeah, for yeah, real? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he does a podcast, That's what? Will, right? What? Yeah. He knows, he knows me. He knows me. Yeah. Oh, nah, I need to come. To, that's... That, that, that's my child. Yo, they made some amazing songs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yo, they, yo, I fucked many girls to that song, man. <laughs> they made some, like, real pussy wet songs, like where you could grab the clitoris where your gum, you know, bite it and then pull back and then, you know, <laughs> wrap that shit around your head like the Fat Albert dude. You know dude that was in Fat Albert that that hat wrapped around yes. his head? Yes. Yeah. I want to do that with, 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 with a pussy, you know? <laughs> wrap, wrap the clitoris around my head, you know? Come back, wow. say Hello. <laughs> Step up with that pretty motherfucker like Hello. Hello. <laughs> but with yeah, man, thanks for having oh, me. Where the internet's gonna find you? Uh listen, um Premium Pete across all, you know, pre- on Twitter, Instagram. Um, the Premium Pete show. It's on all the major podcasts and platforms. Yes. iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Premium Pete Show. Uh shout out to Miss Lissa. You know, we're just having fun, man, you know, and, and, and I thank you for having me. No, you y'all gotta you gotta come back and bring her next time. Please do. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Oh. Uh, or, you, or you know what? I'll just tell her to come by herself. I'll you know? put my and fancy socks on for her. Hot damn. Oh. <laughs> 
I'll tell her to come back by herself. But yeah, like I said, you know. Uh, I don't know because I heard her on the, on your show. She said she don't um go anywhere unless she gets like you know a car service or something. I'll pick her up. <laughs> That's fine. She's got, a, she's got an assistant. Hey, listen, she I don't have an assistant. <laughs> she has an assistant. Like yo, I need an assistant bad man. Yo, but but the thing is, I don't even handle. It. I remember uh, I uh, I put a tweet out like yo uh, need an assistant to help me organize and work on some projects and email and i got like 50 emails it's like holy shit but i got so overwhelmed by how many emails i didn't i i, I didn't even answer i never <laughs> answered back anybody because <laughs> i was like damn you know you know what i realized as i get older it's harder to make like decisions i'm like yo too many options like even like i remember i went to the store and my lady asked me to get like a certain ham and they were like okay what do you want the virginia ham you want the? i'm like yo man regular ham <laughs> Fuck, you got to give me all these because I, 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 too many options, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, uh, but, you know, it, like I said, man, um, thanks, thanks for having me on. Um, I definitely enjoyed, you know, just kicking with you. Y- y'all got a good vibe where people could just, you know, talk. And I think that's a, that, that's the key, man. You want to, yeah. you, you want a podcast where somebody could be saying some shit and you're like, damn, he can't hear spill his beans, man. And, and I think you got some of that today, man. We appreciate it so much. Thank you, thank <laughs> you. And if you, you know, you and Reggie do get in the same room, if you need no, no, a we'll bodyguard, we'll just yeah. you know, call me. I, I, d- I have part time services. Ah man, <laughs> pause. We, we, he, he, he's, he's Haitian, man. We we, we could take off our shoes and, oh, and, and play kick he feet. He might have a machete though. He said play kick feet. I'm d- I'm out. He might yeah, have a machete. Yeah, that motherfucker play <laughs> kick feet. But uh, no, no, I I, I do want to say this as an ending. Uh, uh, thanks for having me. And as far as that, man. It's just a matter of, um, you know, re- re- respecting people. Yeah. And I think on both sides, uh, you know, and I think that, you know, you need to, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem with them where I, I but I, but I think until we uh, reconcile and talk, you know, then we can't really say that we really fuck it with each other, you know? Let me ask you, and then I'm going to definitely close this. If I contact the studio, my st- the studio manager, and had like four police officers in here, can we have you and combat in here squashing your stuff out? Uh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, most definitely. We don't <laughs> need, we don't need, four. we don't need police officers. <laughs> well, I, we, mean, I, I don't want to be responsible. Well, we what would, happens in here? What we would need to me is like people that I know fuck with me. Okay. And that's and and then he can have people he knows that fucks with him. So combat, if you listening. Both you and Peter invited to the show to squash up B. Yeah, I need to <laughs> do that. Care. I, I need to <laughs> talk about. So in this, I just want to touch on everything that he's become within this what hour a and shooter. some change. A snitch, a snitch, a shooter, yeah, a bodyguard, yeah. and Jerry Springer all in one I'm show. A, I'm an entrepreneur. You got to do this. All right, I'm out. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that we all touched on and all his avenues. Hopefully not a fucky bird. <laughs> or all his avenues. I just want to make sure we was everywhere. The Carol Podcast, Premium yes. Pete. Thanks. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Oh, Premium get we I got it on the old so got it ended on the old school joint of the day. You gave me this. Gotta play this Rick Ross track. Okay. And I wanna show you how you all look like beautiful stars today. Bang bang pod game, we out. Yeah. Cheers. And start countdown. Five, four.
Internet, what's up? It's Premium Pete, and you're listening to the Cure Podcast with Rails and Marcus. I fuck with these two. They're a bunch of weirdos, but I still fuck with them, and you should too. Cheer. Goodbye.